Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Business as ministry. For-profit business as ministry. Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 through 24 of the Amplified reads, Whatever may be your task, work at it heartily from the soul as something done for the Lord, not for men, knowing with all certainty that you will receive the inheritance, which is your real reward. The one whom you are actually serving is the Lord Christ, the Messiah. I was on this topic for a while. Like I've, I've had this, um, and I just never really spoke on it for different reasons, right? And I was really pushed to, to go ahead and jump all the way in this. Um, I think my hesitation may have come because sometimes, especially as believers and those of us in, you know, attending church or some religious uh, form, we are sometimes challenged when we talk about for-profit business as ministry. And I've had this insight, and it helped me, right? And and so the the urging today for me was I needed to step out because I don't know who it's for, but somebody needs to be released from believing that the only way that you are in ministry is if you're working a nonprofit or if you're working alongside church entities, right, what we call the church, the building, right? And I wanted to share the insight and wisdom that I gained that helped me to move forward when I was challenged with this some years ago in moving forward in my business and making sure that I was doing what God desired for me to do. And what I had come to understand, and I'm going to take you up to a journey of it, was that in all things, I'm in ministry because my ministry is to serve others as I serve my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not the people that I'm serving. My actions in serving them is driven by my passion to serve God. It is driven by my compassion for them because the only way that I even have compassion as a believer is because of the eyes of Christ that is within me. And so when I look out and I see needs, it's not me, my human self, seeing them. It is the Christ in me seeing it, and he's directing me in a, in a path that's according to my unique gifts in order to create, present, provide access to whatever it is that my business does to meet the needs of those that I see in service. As I was doing some different studies, and, and we'll go further in this throughout the week, but, you know, there's a macro level of business and a micro level. And I operate in a micro level. I work with individuals, right? I work on an individual basis as a service provider. Macro levels is where you are large entities where you serve the society as a whole. 
But you have to understand that micro-level businesses are needed in order to connect to macro-level businesses in order for the whole thing to work, right? And so whatever your business might be, even if your business is serving someone else's vision as a partner collaborative with them through your labor efforts, you're still in ministry. You need to understand as a believer where your definition of ministry lies. And we have been tainted because the world's goal or Satan's desire is for you to never understand who you are and what you've been called to do in this world once you have been you have made the decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you have become a believer. He doesn't want you to get that understanding. And sadly enough, it has been watered down because our churches has done more to be like the world than they have done to stand in the right truth of who they are. And so lots of time as believers, when we enter the marketplace, right, the world's marketplace, because we live in the marketplace, we live in the world, right, we start to adopt their ideals. We start to adopt their ways of doing. And it's not hard because we are human, right? We're fallen at our nature. But when we become believers, we get renewed, and we're to be renewed daily. And that renewing comes by the word of God. It comes by us going and trusting, depending, and totally relying on the way the Bible tells us to operate. And that is sometimes hard to do. But what we have to understand, it is not our responsibility to do it. Our responsibility is to read the word, but the Holy Spirit works in us because it is going to bring us to that stage. So you don't stop and look at the things in your life and regret or get down on yourself because you've gone through certain things because that's what you need. You are unique. And it's all taking you to a certain end. But what you cannot do along the way is start to adopt or continue to accept the principles of the world and then say that just because I'm a believer, I've Christianized this activity. That's not how it works. Because the Bible is extremely specific about how we are to operate, what our organizational, organizational chart should look like. And that organizational chart applies to every single task and area in our lives. When we are sealed in Christ, we are unified, one mind, one thought, one body. There's no two parts of us. And we've got to get clear about that because that is the only way you come to full conclusion about your role here as a believer. See, once you understand that there's one train of thought, one line of thought, one thing, that there is no division, there's no double-mindedness, you aren't taking the world's principles and then trying to Christianize it. You are a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ who works in the business marketplace of this world. So therefore, you bring your sealed salvation, justified self into that entity, and you impact the entity. You do not become conformed to its way. You have your way. Now, that does not mean you are to disrespect and disregard those in charge or those you've been called under their authority. 
But what you have to get in your mind is understanding that Jesus himself explains to us that true leadership is about service. So even though you may have those over you, those of you that are in service is actually the one who's in leadership. You get to dictate what happens as far as their leadership goes. You have to start to understand your power that you have to influence, impact, and ignite the direction that God is desiring something to go just by your presence, just by you being able to stand true and stand firm to what he has called you to do. But the only way you know what he's called you to uniquely do is that you've got to get in the word for yourself. And you have to allow the word to illuminate through practical application of what the word says for you. Now, as we continue to go through this, a for-profit business as ministry, we've got to define for ourselves how is, what is profit as a believer. What is our definition of profit? As believers and followers of Jesus Christ, we are renewing our minds daily. So we have to renew our minds about what we believe profit to be. Because the world's idea of profit and, the, and, and God's idea of profit are two contradictions in themselves. They, they don't match. We have to understand that Christ is focused on the eternal spirit realm. And the temporary physical realm of the world is the complete opposite. That's what I mean when I say that Jesus explained how he turns the entire world's organizational chart upside down. This chart for profit, success, ambitions, goals, whatever it is, is completely opposite. In Matthew 20, 24 through 28, Jesus is speaking to the disciples, and he's addressing because two of the, two of the disciples' mother comes to him about having their son, her son, sit at his hand in his kingdom. And the other disciples, the other ten, get upset. So he starts to address them, and Jesus says to them that the only, the only I'm sorry, he says something that only a renewed-minded believer can comprehend. He tells them about true leaders go out of their way to serve others. He says that the spiritual kingdom operates according to eternal values, and the prophet is sold, brought into the kingdom of the living God. So we understand that according to God's kingdom, prophet is sold, people that are impacted and brought and delivered into the kingdom of God. Now, as you understand, and some of us who go to church and been in church and, and grew up like I did, I've, I think I've attended every denomination, right? <laughs> and you get a different understanding about evangelism, right? And you think that evangelism is just your speaking to them and bringing people to Christ and telling them they need to stop sinning. But the way you live your life is evangelism. The standards and integrity and character traits that you bring in your service, that's evangelism. Right? It's not about what you say out of your mouth. It's how you live when nobody's looking. It's what you do, how you treat people. Are you committed to serving? Are you allowing the eyes of Christ to guide you, or are you only being led by what you can see? Are you investing in the things that will profit in the spirit realm, or are you only investing in the world's economy of profit? You have to make a decision, and you get to go through the stages and process of spiritual maturity as you grow in your walk with God into his will. You don't just automatically go from one level of a believer and all of a sudden you're completely in God's will. No, because we are fallen creatures by nature. 
right? That's not our doing. That's because of Adam. So that doesn't change. But what we have to know is that once we get sealed, we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we now have a different way of walking, a different way of thinking, and a different way of approaching things. And this renewed process is a daily renewal. It don't, you can't do it today, and it's going to last you until tomorrow. You got to do it again tomorrow, and you got to do it again on Thursday, and you got to do it again on Friday, and you got to do it again on Saturday, and you got to do it again on Sunday, and you do it again and again and again daily because this world's domination will keep you where you don't see where you've even fallen. You don't see where you've adopted its principles, where you're now believing that the only way that I'm in ministry is if I'm in a nonprofit or I'm not making money or I'm a beggar or I'm somebody that's got to be out here with my hand holding out to somebody else to meet my need when you've been called as a minister of God in this land to meet the needs of others. You've got to know who you are and whatever position you are, whatever task you are doing, not because of the people or, or, or the world's organizational chart that brings you in, but by the organizational chart of the kingdom of God that you have now been sealed in. So you have to know that even in a for-profit business, you are in ministry. And so everything, your missions, your visions, your goals, your desires, who you serve, how you serve, what particular model you decide on, God has to be the one imparting that in you every step of the way. And then as you get the vision, don't lay it aside because somebody else tells you it doesn't work. You stay the course because that's what he has called you to do. And that is where you're going to be effective as a minister of God in this fallen world. Because when you get on course, and do something somebody else that he told them to do and you try to copy them, you are no effect to the kingdom of God. You have just stepped out of your place and you no longer serve what you've been called to do. So you are just not getting off course that you won't get to the destination. You've just added some more things along the way because you've taken an exit and you've delayed your journey. So now he'll take you through some things that will bring you back around and get you back on the path and the road that you need to be on. So what I want you to take away from today's call as we continue to journey through this this week, is understanding that for profit and what profit is defined for as believers, you are called to profit the kingdom, not the world's economy, but God's economy. And in that, it is through how you live and apply the word of God in your life. So therefore, no matter whether you're running a for-profit, a non-profit, or whether you're working a mission story or whatever it is, you are the minister in that role, and you are called to serve the needs of those that Christ gives you the eyes for. Whatever he gave you the eyes to see, wherever that compassion lies, wherever your passion is driving you, that's what you've been called to do. Stay the course, do that thing, and if anything that comes to assist and support you takes you off what he's made clear for you, let them go. They're not the one he sent to you. They're not there. There's a lesson for you to learn, but that's not the one you need to follow because what God has for you, he will never take you off the course that he has spoken to you. But in order for you to know what he's spoken, you have to read and meditate on his word for yourself daily so that your mind can be renewed, refreshed, and reinvigorated so that you can lead the business that God has called for you to do. Well, I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. Thank you for joining us today. And join us back on the line tomorrow morning at the same time, and we'll share some great words of wisdom with you then. Thank you guys so much, and have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Co-working Community. 
a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.